Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Shackles Are Off podcast produced by England's Barmy Army, as you may have gathered from the intro music. And this is a little taster as to what is in store for you folks. Whether you've been to all corners of the globe watching cricket, you've got a test match average of 50, whether you fancy yourself as a club cricketer, or if you just like listening to three blokes natter in a studio getting some great stories from the world of cricket. This is the podcast for you. So who the bloody hell are we? Well, I'm joined in this glorious state-of-the-art, and I'm only saying that it's state-of-the-art because they've let us in here for free, studio by two gentlemen, the first of whom is Barmy Army Chris, or Chris Millard, to give him his proper name. Just Thanks, got mate. back from Australia. Hello, Chris. Hello, James. How are you? Very well, mate. And Australia, as a what are you, what's your official title that you've given yourself? Operations director. Opera- Sounds great, doesn't it? Operations director. <laughs> Steam into any meeting and look the part, mate. It's great. Uh, he's become a bit of a media, um, uh, I don't know, whore, I think is probably the <laughs> yeah. correct thing yeah. to say. Yeah. Media So People throw that at me a lot. Yeah, you do. You did all sorts of interviews, didn't you? Channel mm-hmm. 9 or whatever. You came up with a bit of a catchphrase on Channel 9 as well, mate. Yeah, I got I got well and truly caught out due to my <laughs> dyslexic background. Um, one day in Townsville, the warm-up game wasn't going too well. It was... Um, what I called it was a damp squid. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to a damp squid. Yes, that's right. And it caught on in the first day at Brisbane when I showed up to the Farmy Army Boys. They had t-shirts waiting with a damp squid printed on the front. Obviously. Brilliant. I absolutely mm. love that. It's it, one of the biggest highlights from the tour, actually, James. Is it? Yeah, yeah. to be fair, they lost you know, 4-0. So, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. And you came back before the ODI, so you actually didn't see England win a cricket match when you were out there. Yeah, the irony is that the most of the Barmy Army Boys that have saved up for the last three years to come on this tour go to all five test matches, watch us limp through, if you like, and then come back and we start winning the ODI, so... People spending their hard-earned cash going on that trip, but so I hope you made it worthwhile for them. We tried, we tried. We um, we we went hard in the singing, and we went just as hard in the bar. So that's what we're famous for. That's excellent. And joining us on this podcast um, weekly or whenever we put this podcast out, we don't actually know yet, uh, due to prior planning. Hang problems. on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well organised, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> James. The, first of all, I've, you've got to introduce yourself because you, you've come on, you've come in all guns blazing and people don't really know who you are, mate, unless they're um, a fan of some football club within West Yorkshire or South Yorkshire. So you better explain a bit about yourself. And before you do that, will you um, lose the radio voice? That's good. Oh, I'm not losing the nice radio chatty voice. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible to do that, I'm afraid. That's flattering because you make it sound like I played for Leeds United or Sheffield United On when you say that I'm known to fans who support a football club in the West Yorkshire. Or South Yorkshire area, but no, I'm James. Um, I, I work on BBC Radio Five Live. You might hear me talking about all sorts of sports on there. Um, but other than you that, I don't really like talking about myself. 
Can you stop this? The stop voice. Why, why does the voice come in so strong? I work for Radio 5 Live. This is why I don't like talking about myself. Well, we're going to talk about the man sat quietly in the corner of the studio. He's the stardust here, Chris, isn't he? Absolutely. Really, in my biased opinion, he's the best county player to have never played for England. Biased? You are my friend, though. So you... <laughs> Yeah, biased, I'd say. How many crickets do you know? Three, four? Well, yeah, not 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 many, not many. I'm going to say for England. Yeah, <laughs> great. Well, you you are going to address you now because we've heard you speak. You are uh, you've won two county championships. You take wickets for fun, and you're known affectionately in Yorkshire as the headband warrior, Jack Brooks. Hello, Jack. Hello, mate. Very well, thank. Woo, woo, woo. How are you? Yeah, very good. You even got a bit of a fanfare there as well. We'll edit that one in afterwards. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say so. You're just a village idiot from Oxford, really. Yeah, correct. And I speak properly. More can be said for. You're both from Sheffield, aren't you? Yeah, yeah correct. Both from Sheffield. You've got your pretentious radio voice, and he's some sort of I'm just wannabe a, a, posh a, a, lad. Who's <laughs> wannabe posh lad? Well, wannabe posh lad, yeah, to be My fair. My mum would be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jack, how come you um, were known as the headband warrior? What's the headband all about? It's a bit of a gimmick, really, isn't it? A gimmick. Be completely you honest. used to have Susan Boyle-esque hair back in the day. That was a bit yeah, of a no, thing. It, uh, was, uh, it was practical when I had long hair. I'll okay. admit that. And when I got it cut, I was like, nah, I'll probably stop wearing it. But then I didn't. Did it, was there a deal, no, in? Was like there a deal in there? Was there a bit not of, at all. You know, no, nothing. I just feel like a bit of a plum wearing it now. Um, but I sweat a lot, so that is practical, isn't it? It's like a Beyond Borg-esque, isn't it? It's like mm. a Beyond Borg-esque headband. Real poor man's Beyond Borg. It's, it's good. Yeah, how many studenty Beyond Borg. How many headbands do you reckon you have? Uh, well over 100. I did a competition on Twitter recently. I did. 140, 150 odd or so. Really? Similar to that, yeah. What'd Little bit sad that you count your headbands, not going to lie. for a competition purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Hey, you entered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was it? What was the, what was the prize, Jack? It was a headband. <laughs> you a, could win one of the headbands. And a signed shirt. Oh, that's quite good. Who was it, it signed by? Um, guess. Was it signed by you, was it? Where the shirt was, the headband wasn't. Very good, very good. Was it signed by some of the characters in the game that we so often see? You know, lots of the Yorkshire players, no, big just characters. Me. Just you. Yeah. Just you. Yeah. It was my comp. <laughs> was, was, <laughs> was there a returns policy on the prize? <laughs> just in time for Christmas. Well, make a great Christmas. That's present. good, though, isn't it? That's good. Do check that photo out on Twitter because there is a hidden something, isn't agenda. there? In that hidden agenda, as there quite often is with Jax's uh, uh, tweets and photos that he puts on social media. Always look out for the um, the hidden prize, shall we say. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's keeping coy on that one. We're going to talk about cricket. This podcast is kind of, we're, we're allowing you a little bit here because there are going to be a lot of people who you play against, play with, um, have kind of, well, might not have even played against them or with them. You just watch them. Household names, hopefully. You know, we've not got that many guests booked in, but we're hoping to get some big ones in. Cricket, it's got lots of characters in the game. Um, more so than football now, they're all sort of wrapped in cotton wool, aren't they? Without naming names, there's loads of characters, with loads of great stories in there in cricket. Plenty, yeah. I think um, it's still got that link with the supporters. Like obviously with the Barmy Army, you can see how the players get involved with with you guys off field and at the end of mm. tours, don't you? Can you imagine the England football team diving into a load of football fans at Wembley after a game? And uh, nothing against them, but obviously they're a lot more high profile, probably earn a lot more money, and um, you know a lot more going on. Absolutely, um, but I'd like to think cricket's still down to earth. Have a have a pint. Obviously, it's changed a bit. Yeah, in the yeah. last twelve months, but um, you've almost been because you like you know you've sort of been in that era where you've grown up, probably where there was a bit of drink involved, and now you're sort of into that professional. Let's hit the gym and do a proper pre-season kind of era now, aren't you? How much of a difference have you seen in the time you've been a county cricketer? Completely different now. The youngsters coming in now, all the academy lads, 
young lads. Um, it's just drilled around cricket and, and fitness. Um, bad boozers mainly. One or two of them slip through. Um, <laughs> but if you look at, like, I don't know, when I came into the game, uh, even at 24, that was 10 years ago, um, you still a lot of the old school pros who are in their 30s who would have come through that system where they were expected to get taken under the wing by a senior player after a game or in the evenings. You know, you go to the pub or the bar if you're at a hotel, you go and sit in the bar, you have a few pints and talk cricket. And that's how you learn and then that's how you meet people. And now it's just been lost a little bit with people sitting in their in their rooms or on their computers or on your phones and you know the talking and the socializing and having a couple of drinks just to spin the yarns has gone out the game a little bit it uh, needs that's that, not just it? at the top level that's filtered all the way down it does need that i think i think the game you, you can almost tell that the you don't want to lose the characters cricket's known for its characters on and off the field and it can't lose that kind of relationship they have with the younger players coming through and the hierarchy within cricket clubs that's from club cricket to to first class cricket yeah. it really does need that mentality and I think unfortunately if it keeps going that way it'll, it'll die down but the, the Barmy Army certainly need that we need someone to talk to in the pub Absolutely do you do you find that you know yourself as you know I'm not going to say old elder statesman but I'm saying is you someone who's sort of seen all that and you've played a lot of years and played a lot of cricket you know when you're chatting to some of these younger lads and they're a bit jumped up and they might you know be oh, very take it very very seriously there's moments to kind of instigate that isn't there do you still try and instigate those lighter moments in there with those you know younger lads yeah i don't you say it's like taken really seriously i don't think the attitudes have changed an awful lot in that respect but now you're training 5 days a week monday to friday Whereas in the past, you might have been in a couple of mornings a week or you might have had at least one day off. Mm-hmm. And you know you could have that midweek night out or go out with your friends, especially if you're a young lad with all your mates at uni. Um, so that's, you know, when it's a lot more full-on, it's professional, a lot more money in the game. You know, you can see you can go from sort of zero to you do well in a, on a few TV games or in a tournament elsewhere around the world and then suddenly you've got your pockets lined for cash. So there's a lot more at stake now, so you can understand it. And the professionalism and the athleticism, everything is sort of, you'd like to think it's improving the game a little bit. Um, but it has... You know, lost touch with the old, old school side of things. There's got to be still nutters, though. Still, yeah. I mean, hopefully, if we get some the guests that we've got in mind with sort of senior players who retired the last couple of years, who would have come through that system as, a, you know, academy players or whatnot when they were. It's a tricky subject school. now, isn't it? Because you know, the England lads now, particularly in Australia, there's all this stuff going on. We won't talk about that. Yeah, cheers, Stokes. We can't talk about anything on this show. Correct. <laughs> exactly. You know, but the stuff because of that, we're not. You know, we're not bothered by it, and most people in the public consciousness aren't. But the headlines of the papers they seem to be how difficult is it now for a cricketer you know even you as a, as a county cricketer you almost feel like you've got to be careful what you've got to say haven't you you know you're always aware of what's around you especially on a nice yeah. out um, especially in Yorkshire when you're a little bit correct. more high profile than other counties um, mm. this is just from me as a county player yeah correct um, but if you're aware just from you, sorry, you're aware like of just, just from you you know even you never, I'm, you know, glad you know, picked up I'm not that. a high profile I don't see myself as a high profile player as a you know your top level yeah, he's got player. a blue tick on Twitter Chris yeah really? but you know, yeah, you I know the around. media teams are great, aren't they? They, they can get you anything. Yeah, they can these get you days. anything these days. <laughs> Blue ticks and everything. <laughs> no, but do you reckon that's related to his um, appearance on Channel Four or Channel Three or whatever? We're digressing now, aren't we? <laughs> hey, we are. We will. We'll get to that. Hey, we'll but this is that. a fun cricket podcast. We don't want like three bo- morons talking about how many overs have been bowled in the day. Jack, you're a TV chef as well. Talk to me about that. Celebrity chef, yeah. Celebrity chef. Very good one. Top data. All round. <laughs> Gift of the gab. Can you tell us flirt. your relationship current status? Single. Single. Ah, oh, good man. Ready so, to mingle. So your appearance on Celebrity Dinner Day, it worked really you happy with it. It worked really well, did it? The celebrity yeah. did it. Like my own time. It was good. I won't lie to you. I watched it and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. The cringiest TV you'll ever watch. Um I can't I can't look at it through 
oh, I just have to walk out the room if seriously mates, yeah if mates or family put it on or stuff and it's just like no I can't do it oh, the odd no. little moments very Brent and it's all very cr- the cricket stuff made made it cringy for me because all the cricket related stuff in it was yeah. that doesn't happen in my house <laughs> you don't bowl <laughs> regardless underarm, of where there's a girl there <laughs> I yeah, do you... not underarm to girls in my kitchen regularly um, no, do you not I know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Come on, you've got to be admiring the trophies. Innuendos, and... maybe, but not the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> they edited quite a few of those out, actually, didn't they? On 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 that. They could have made it a bit more risque, just from some of the rubbish chat that I had. But um, I actually was quite happy how it all turned out. Not only did I win, but I didn't look like too much of a lemon, and the food looked all right. So. For those of you who don't know who are listening to the podcast, or this little sort of intro snippet that we're bringing you here on the Shackles Are Off podcast. Um, you went on Celebrity Dinner Day, and it was absolutely brilliant. If you if it's still on catch up, it's Pretty sure they'll be shown repeated. It was on. Catch up and it stuff it like was that. repeated on TV at Christmas, so I imagine it might still be on. Brilliant. ITV somewhere online. Get googling it. But the, the, the amazing thing is, and this is you know, again, I'm kissing. I've you got backs. a DVD of it. If anyone wants to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tweet at Brooksy Ferret on Twitter and uh, see if you can get a signed it? copy signed by him. <laughs> just, just <laughs> him. No one else. No one just else. Him. <laughs> just him. <laughs> if you can guess how many headbands he's got in front of his uh, fireplace at home, uh, dear me. <laughs> by the way, you know when you finish playing, and whether whether that's in you know. A couple of years Next or week, whatever yeah. it is <laughs> I didn't want to say anything when this comes out <laughs> October tour to Sri Lanka sounds um, promising yeah it does I reckon so <laughs> would you go out with these boys the Barmy Army lads on, on tour is that something that appeals to you yeah I've always thought especially since being a player now having seen how good fun it is um, certainly at the end of my career when I have to worry about what my behaviour is like in the crowd or things like that um, like when Bill Root had a camera on him when he was Sat in the crowd, the Barmy Army. Correct. Yeah, he was. Um, There's I'd nothing wrong it. with that. My career's over. I just want to go and have a laugh. Correct. Exactly. In my in my eyes, though, you know, going back to that. There's nothing wrong with that. If you were a current player, it's off season. You go in there, and particularly with Bill, he's watching his brother captain England in the Ashes. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Not at all. What if you'd have done? He's that? in a sports site and watching watching his brother play cricket, and it was it was great. He was supporting supporting. Get involved in the what was they doing? Mexican waves or chanting? No, it was um, we're the left side, we're the uh-huh. left side. Yeah, that was very good. good you're, the convict, you're the convict. <laughs> you're the convict. You're the convict. Tell me that. Very good. Is that something you'd be? Oh, go on, get yourself in there, stuck in. I have been to test matches before. Yeah, um, I've been to a Henley test match twice before I turned pro with cricket. Oh right, brilliant. Two thousand and four, Source play England play um, New Zealand. I think two thousand and four. Mm. Nice. Um, likes of Flintoff and all those boys were playing. I think that might be McCullum's first tour or England as well. Oh wow, cool. Um, You're showing. But your I was age. getting involved in the Western <laughs> Terrace. We all dressed as Dickie Bird umpires. Flat amazing, caps and, and it was about twenty odd of that us. That must be amazing playing at Headingley now. And saying, well, yeah, it was ridiculous because the, literally, the I went back in two thousand and seven or eight, um, and we dressed up as YMCA. So the, <laughs> they were the only two times I've been to Headingley yeah. for test Suit matches you. for Western Terrace. It does suit boozy you. sessions on a on a weekend, um, and then came back as a cricketer to play in for your for North Ants uh, initially, and then ended up coming back to, to play for Yorkshire that was weird that is weird because then obviously you know Dickie quite well now don't you Dickie's and, a legend yeah not one of the nicest blokes you'll ever meet in yeah. cricket bought you bought you your new balcony you got a balcony he's all donates to charity regularly do you ever dress up as him when you meet him <laughs> do you leave that one at home you know what I might do that now for comedy that'd be, <laughs> that'd be good be like, what you dress just be for Jag wouldn't he but was he go? I've heard this I think like, he'd come on 
I think he might. We'll try and get him on here. We'll try and get him on here. He'd be good on yeah, here, wouldn't he, actually? stories are different. Yeah. Didn't he... Um, isn't this right that he sort of had a figure in mind at how much that new balcony at Headingley was going to cost? Because yeah. before, you were looking out of kind of like this little peephole almost, yeah. weren't you? Looking out onto the pitch, and then you got, you got this balcony. About the figure went up two or three times. Yeah, and he <laughs> and sort of still thought, kept going back to him, saying, by the way, it's gone up another 10 It was going, oh, bloody hell! How much? <laughs> Brilliant. Classic Yorkshire style, that, isn't he? But fair play to him. He still put his hands in his pockets. For you, having been to sort of all, you know, been to the Headingley Test as a fan and just sort of yeah. getting on it in the Western Terrace. Great atmosphere. N- next thing you're then kind of playing there, mm. is that a bit of a, do you, does that kind of make you, without getting too serious, does that make it kind of a, you appreciate it a bit more? Oh, you see two sides of the coin, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, I'm glad I did it that way round rather yeah. than yeah. the other way. Um, played and then went in as a, yeah. Not. So you, when I was watching it, and you see packed stadiums, and you know if someone's on ninety odd, and the you know the nervous tension that can be around, or a big yeah. wicket, everyone goes bananas. Um, to then be involved in like high profile twenty twenty games for Yorkshire, or some decent crowds. Even like Yorkshire get good crowds for championships. Not quite full stadiums, but you still get decent crowds. Um, more than some of the others. It's like man and a dog at some of the others, isn't it? Exactly. And the Roses T twenty games are absolutely ramoed packed and the atmosphere is yeah. incredible. And that's the nearest I'll get to playing international cricket and that atmosphere is unbelievable. You you celebrate on any stage, whenever wherever you're playing, you're known for your celebrations. And yeah, I just get a bit overexcited when I take wickets. I mean, um, I came into I the game. It. That's what I used to do. Amazing, bloody and um, mate, I love and that. If it's your, it was my job, and you know, the elation and the effort you put you... into taking wickets and helping your team out. You just prat around a bit, and it's all real. It's not something I script or anything. I just run around. Yeah, of like course a, not. Like a nutter. I love well, it. Toned it down as I've got older, just through saving energy more than anything. Because it's knackering <laughs> running around. <laughs> what about celebrating your highest ever? Run total of 109 not out. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you are a centurion. How long we got at, here? Batting at what number? He's loving this. His face is lit up. You can't see his face. <laughs> we don't. We don't want to know every wow. shot that you played through um, second and third slip. We want to know about your celebration. I remember being so happy for you when that happened. I bet you were just like, oh my word. This what might happened? actually get me on celebrity dinner date. Now I've scored a ton. <laughs> I was thinking higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Ross show, Graham Norton, those kind of things. Or? You know what? It was. Slightly embarrassing because it's not my forte batting, and I don't yeah. want to take the piss out of the game or anything. But, of course not. Um, massive game against Lanks, you know, in a tough position as it was. We were up against it, and Jacqueline and myself had a decent partnership, and I was lucky to to eventually get my hundred. But it meant more to me at the time for to have a big partnership to get us out of trouble, to make sure we're in a position where we yeah, you couldn't lose the game, but then we could try and force. That's the best thing. It was like against the, the you know against yeah. Lancashire, you know the Roses match. It, yeah, and it meant a lot. I could see like, from speaking to the other lads and some of the coaches who, you know, Martin Mox and Gailey, those guys who are batters and have played in Roses games and know we can get feisty and there's a lot of attention on it. Mm-hmm. If you get hundreds in, in Roses games, it can mean a lot for your career as a batter. And there's a lot of good players who wouldn't have got Roses hundreds who yeah. are good batters. And there's me, little old me, prattling around. Swiping spinners everywhere, and, you know. It's brilliant. Yeah. It did a mic drop as well, a little bat drop celebration. Talk to me about that. Yeah, well, uh, I was on ninety four overnight, and I was knackered, absolutely knackered. It was longest I'd batted for God knows how long. I batted for at least a session and a half, maybe two sessions. Wow. Usually lose concentration after, you know, forty fifty balls an hour max, um, and obviously the intensity of the situation where you're just trying not to get out, looking after, you know, helping Jack out at the other end and gets out of a, out of a bit of a hole. So you come off at the end of the day, you're a 90 odd, which is surreal. Um, and you know that you're not far away from, you know, a little bit of magic. Did you sleep? I, I slept really well because I was absolutely knackered. Yeah. And <laughs> we've got a good a good thing at Yorkshire where it was everyone, 
anyone ever gets a five for a hundred, you have a drink together, whether it be in the change room or yeah. the bar back at the hotel if it's an away game. So obviously being away game at Old Trafford, we, we all said, look, we'll go down to the bar as soon as everyone gets back before you go out for food and do whatever you want to do or stay up in your room. Just come down, have a drink with Jack for his hundred, like Jack Lennon. So I was like, yeah, no worries. Everyone was down there. I was knackered anyway. I was just sat there. And lads were like more interested in talking to me about, are you going to get 100? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to celebrate? And I'm like, honestly, I hadn't even thought about it. I knew it. something was coming. My phone was going bananas. And I couldn't even bother to reply to other than real close friends and family. I was yeah. just like, I oh, just all been. It rules me I, out then. I, I, think I, I think I remember texting you and you, you were just like, yeah, I'm, to be honest with you, mate, I'm knackered. Yeah. And that was that was it. And I was like, okay, That's you know what? As, I think as much as I could do. And Hang on, you got a reply. Yeah. <laughs> He's a friend, isn't he? Close friend, I agree. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I could, and then I just remember going out for food. I think I might have eaten there actually in the bar. And then literally going straight to my room. I was room room with <coughs> Azim Rafiq that game. Oh wow! Okay, I know. He was a bit a of a character. Legend. Barnsley, Barnsley legend. Barnsley boy. Oh, yeah. Um, and he was in the bath when I got back to the room. Okay. So I'm greeted by a naked Azim in, in the bubble bath, like How rubber duck and everything. So I just sort of glanced at him because he left the door open as I walked in. I was like, "Were the bubbles high enough?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's the question that was on everybody's mind, Chris. <laughs> Um, there was splashing all sorts going on <laughs> and, um, and I remember we've got we, ha- we had single beds each like sometimes you get double sometimes you get single you don't have to share a single bed that is a relief <laughs> no you but sometimes bed. some hotels all your rooms are double beds no matter what yeah. Yeah. You, know, you don't always room with someone but this game I was room with someone um, so I just had, went laid on this single bed and I was like I'm not going to get a good night's sleep here I'm going to be all over the shop just put my phone down got into bed had a glass of water and I was all I remember is waking up the next morning, like feeling a little bit refreshed, and just um, yeah, buzzing. And I was thinking, right, I've got to get this now. That's brilliant, that isn't it. That's great. Honestly, I did not it. think I put any thought into a celebration. I thought I don't want to take the piss out of the game. If I think about it, or you know, start joking around and stuff, I'll get out and look like a dick. Yeah, correct. Or something yeah, like that. Course, and I'll, yeah. It would have been a passing. The main off thing with me, I'm pretty professional. Go out there. I was told we we're going to get half an hour to bat in the morning. And, when, and then we're declaring us what skipper Gary Ballant said. You've got half an hour, okay? So that gives you plenty of chance. So I, it took me 23 minutes to get those six singles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you love it. You've got to milk it. And then Great. I got, got to um, the 100, then I teed off for about three balls, and then we declared. Brilliant. That is brilliant. And I walked off Red Ink, which was incredible. I've got but a slightly s- different, because it's a brand new day, different crowd, not quite as much on it at that point yeah. in terms of it's a different crowd and, you know, atmosphere and stuff but um, it was still unbelievable to get it but it's a box ticked that you probably never thought that yeah, you were actually nice. going to tick it's really it? nice because obviously bowlers have this little thing where what's your high score what's your average um, what's, you know how many 50s you got you're judged on those sort of things yeah, and how of good a tail yeah. ender you are and all, there's no genuine rabbits now in the game that's no. one good thing that's improved over mm. I say good thing it's a nightmare to bowl <laughs> yeah nightmare for you because you can't just get them in your pocket tail are either really good at slogging it or blocking it one or the other I'm more of a slogger than a blocker um, but yeah I've had a couple of 50s my career average is about 16, 17. Genuine all My high score before yeah. that was 53 not out. But now I can, you know, oh yeah, I've got 100. Yeah, I've got one of them in the lock. You just sort nice. of throw it in just to wind Rose's people up game. now and again as well. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's nice. But obviously the professional side of me was just like, yeah, get the runs and do the job and then go out and bowl and try and bowl them out again. But Ooh. I haven't really got that carried away of it or shouted about it that much, to be honest with you. We've not. We only yeah. talked about it for ten minutes, on here. I know yeah, we're going to have to cut to out at least seven minutes of that, aren't we? <laughs> Jack, uh, I've, I checked um, ESPN Crick info earlier, mm-hmm. and it says that you have bowled eighteen thousand balls Feels to the like dot. 
80,000. Really? <laughs> does it? Does Is it? that exactly dead on? 18, exactly 000? dead on. How, how bizarre. Wow. Bang on 18,000. Bang on 18,000 deliveries. That's weird. Did you celebrate that as well? <laughs> what would you do? Raise your, Get into, raise yeah. your boots. <laughs> yeah, hey, there we go. That's class. That's how how balls, are your toes? Are they suffering? horrible? The worst feet and big toes in cricket. I is reckon. that why like, you failed? On I the get day? stick from other lads who've got bad toes. I'm one of those. I've got talons for nails. Like they're extra thick and horrible. They fall off a couple of times a year. Just a note then. So if anyone listening to this has <laughs> has a foot fetish, do not be asking Jack Brooks and for photos of his only feet. Only one person's ever licked. Any chiropodists? Yeah. Do you have, is that, is that, is that, this is really this is scraping the barrel here to the questions in terms of. Chiropodist, do you do you, do you guys have them? Because yeah, that's something I'd say that's quite them once a year, but right, I need, once to, a year. I need to get them looked at properly. I never have. I probably should do. Any right, females right. under thirty? Take that a single. Cheese, take a yeah. cheese grater to it, and that's about it, really. <laughs> Parmesan, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, on that note, I think. Um, by the way, in fact, I, I was just going to say, do you think that this bloke here, Chris Millard, has got the best job in the world doing what he does, going around the world watching England? It's a pretty England. cushy gig, isn't it? It's For a anyone good who gig. loves cricket and the Barmy are massive. They're famous. They're like. Uh, brand aren't they now really let's face it massive brand yeah. and they've you've... got this this fella moseying around cropping up on TV now and again representing them correct I know do you, Operations. Fi- do you feel they've like they've done well haven't they they've done well <laughs> what, done you've well done getting... well yeah I was going <laughs> to say they've not done well getting you they've did you fall... have to apply for the job hang on let's not talk about that um, <laughs> not really no he didn't actually the Barmy Army is is full of failed cricketers or failed journalists so I'm sat with a cricketer and a journalist so it's a little bit yeah, difficult but the, different be, um... is, the difference is on this podcast we're not failed, are we? We're all right, I think. Hang on, Greg. You're a journalist or a player? Well, <laughs> as a player, no, I've, I've definitely failed. I've seen him bowl a 14 seen... ball over. Yeah, I was going to say, I was cricket. At, at one stage, I thought I was England's answer to Shane Warne. I think it was more likely to be England's answer to Shane Bloodman Ward. <laughs> the bloke <laughs> on Corey, Timmy. Yeah, because he is bald. He's bald, isn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. You'd be, or you'd be on TMS. You, he's, your profile's either mine in terms of journalistically. Got a little bit of T20 stuff on TMS. Yeah. like the local county games. Exactly. It's, it's always good fun. I do enjoy a bit of radio work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here he is now. Here he is now. Well, uh, that's all from us. Um, us three are going to be hosting this, this podcast every single week. The Shackles are off, produced by England's Barmy Army. You can get it on all your usual podcast places. I hate it when they say that. All your usual podcast places. Let's be honest, people only get it on iTunes, don't they? Or if you've got an Android, whatever the app is on that. But no one has Androids either, do they? Um, Pedantic. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Pedantic I can, much. I'm just taking my BBC all, hat off wow. now. That's all I'm doing. You went a bit red. The shackles are off, mate. The shackles are <laughs> off. Hey? And we won't be talking about me every week either, will we? No, we're going to be having guests. We're done now. Ideal. <laughs> Career uh, highlights out the way. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. There we go. We've heard about his 109 knots out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> and we're going to be talking to some um, ex-pro some current pros or with some of the best stories in the game as well so do subscribe to this and then you can get all the upcoming episodes and snippets straight onto your phone or wherever you are using to listen to this from so bye from Chris bye bye Chris ta bye bye from Brooksy bye and bye from me Podcast Network.